What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm so glad and so happy that you're here with me today. Actually, I'm super grateful. Yes, I'm very grateful to be here, to be with you, and to share what I have for you today. We are in a very special time in the calendar, and that brought along the whole idea of our topic today of springtime growth. Now, I look outside my window where I live in uh, Ontario, Canada right now, and I'm thinking, not quite so springtime looking out there. We still have a lot of snow in the community I live in. But beyond that, there is such an energy of springtime happening right now. Now, we're in the Northern Hemisphere. So for those of you that may be listening that are in the Southern Hemisphere, you're approaching now the fall equinox and the fall time of your seasons. So what I have to share may not fit exactly, but you are also in a very special energy. You are also in a time of change and a time where things are moving forward in a slightly different way than what we're going to talk about today. And when I had planned on doing you know, this show with you today, I didn't actually realize the, the dates like I knew yes spring was coming yes there was the spring equinox didn't give it a ton of thought and then it also turns out that there was a new moon so we had on Monday the spring equinox yesterday we had the new moon and then today Wednesday we're still very much in this energy that's been building now for a number of days some of you may be really noticing this energy. If you are affected by the different moon cycles, then you may not have slept very well for the previous number of nights. And if you are very sensitive to shifts in planetary energies and things, then you also may have been really affected and noticing changes. And perhaps you don't even know why you just felt different and different can show up in so many ways over the last four or five days. Well, you're here in the right place. We're going to talk about all of this. We're going to talk about what we can do when we're in these different energies, how we can work through them, how we can move forward with them, and what it is that we actually want to look forward to, right? Springtime. What do you think of when you think of spring? For me, I think about Tulips. That's the very first thing that pops into my head. It's a time of color for me. It's a time of that beautiful, I don't know how to describe it, but that beautiful green that you see on all the new little plants as they start to grow. Uh, if you've got um, bulbs in your garden, those that fresh green that starts to come up, that is one of the colors for spring for me as well. And in all of this, there's this 
flourishing of activity that's happening just beneath the ground. As our snow melts, the temperature gets warmer, all this activity starts to happen. And being just energy ourselves in our own bodies, we can be very aware of this increase of energy and activity and this flourishing hope, really, that's the word that's coming through. New ideas, creations are all coming around at this time. So it can be very exciting and it can be very stressful. And to be very honest, I'm a little tired today. I am one of those people who don't sleep very well for a few nights in a row when we go into a, a new moon. However, the night before it and then the night of it, so Monday night and Tuesday night, last night, I slept great. So I just have the time just preceding the moon change that affects me a little bit. Well, no, some nights a lot. <laughs> and I used to deny this and think this was crazy. And then I started learning more about myself and a little bit about astrology. And I am um, born in the month of July, so I'm a Cancer. And the moon apparently rules the sign of Cancer. So it was kind of like, okay, so I've just been keeping my head in the sand about all of this instead of acknowledging what's going on. And acknowledging what's going on is huge. It's so important and so helpful. I would just get frustrated as to why I wasn't sleeping well. Never thought to really look as to what was happening. I really just kind of preferred to be in denial. I didn't want to think that there was outside influences that made any difference in how I slept or how I was behaving. Over the years, I've recognized how that is just not, just not a kindness to me at all. And I really want to share with you, as I do with all of my clients, the key is to allow our awareness to come through and to work with the awarenesses that we have from that space of kindness. What is being kind to you? Denying what was going on was not a kindness. It did not let me develop any tools or any strategies or anything at all that would help me when my body was struggling. Totally unkind. I did say, and it was true, that I had a couple of rough nights. And I did. The kindness factor to me during that was, ah, I know what's going on. It's okay. Yes, I know my sleep's going to be a little disrupted tonight. I know I have a couple of tools that will help me to get a better sleep. But I also knew that they wouldn't stop everything. So I had less stress, less anxiety, and was awake for a shorter period of time when my body would wake me up. For me, I get pain and some discomfort and overheating. So that actually when I woke up in the mornings, I do feel better than I used to. Because I now know how to work with the energies in a way that's being kind for Karen. And I so encourage you to look at that for yourself. Everything I do, everything I share on my show here with you, Everything I share with clients, friends, basically anybody who's willing to listen, is what works for me, what I have found to be a contribution, 
and I've tried it. It's tried and true. And then I feel comfortable letting you know about it. So until I figure out a little bit around it, I'm not really going to be sharing much. I'll wait. I'll experience it. I'll make mistakes. I'll have some good you know, adventures and experiences with it. I'll have some times where I'm like, hmm, not really sure about this. So let me look at this from a different perspective. And then when it's ready, I share. And this is actually a very big part of my human design. Now, I'm not a human design expert. We have a host on the Inspired Choices Network who is amazing. And you can look up Jennifer Kramer Lewis and you can go to her shows. Um, she's on Mondays. And you can learn a lot more from Jennifer. But what I do know from my human design is that I'm someone who's always seeking new information, always looking for new things to learn. And I also have a very experiential side in my chart. So I'm meant to go through all kinds of stuff. Some of it's going to be great and I'm going to love it. And some of it's not going to be so hot. Some of it's going to have trials and tribulations. And then I gather all of these different experiences up with all of the tools that have been given to me or that I may have created myself through my own divine connections. And then I create what it is that I can work with you for. Here on the Inspired Choices Network, we have so many hosts that are brilliant in so many different areas. For myself, right? We're here listening to me on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. So the name kind of says it all. I am very big on kindness in so many different ways. And I look at it in every show from a different perspective. And I share in every show some aspect of myself. Partly to give you some feeling of confidence or trust in what I'm talking about because I've been through it. Partly to encourage you. So if you've been through something similar that you can, ah, I can get through this. This can change. Partly to entice you, to open up new doors, to make you think differently. That was one of the comments I got actually from someone who listens to the show on a regular basis is, Karen, you always make me think out of the box. You give me a new way to think about things on every show. That made me super happy because that's my goal is to help you to look at things from a different perspective and bring that energy of kindness in. Oh, thank you. I have a comment in the chat room. I totally agree. Right. And, you know, speaking of the chat room, come on over, click on to Inspired Choices Network or if you Follow me on Facebook. There's a post I put up just a short time ago. Look me up, find it, click the link, and then join in the chat room and be part of this conversation. Bring your questions, bring your ideas, and let's together discover what it means for springtime growth for us. We know what it means for our plants and our gardens. That's cool. We don't need to go there. But there's very strong ways that it impacts us. As I said, this energy around us, it's pretty potent. And if you're not experiencing anything about it, you're not feeling any different, that is okay. That is 100% great. So please don't go into any form of comparison or any form of judgment or thinking, should I be not sleeping well like Karen? No, not at all. 
We're all individuals. We're all very, very unique. And how we experience everything around us will be according to you, your blueprint, your human design chart, your astrology, your belief systems. It all impacts where you are in this moment. So for those of you, though, I think that are feeling a little off right now, you may gather a little bit more from today's show. We're going to be talking about how we get in our way when we feel these different sensations or feel these different energies around us. And how are you actually maybe preventing your own growth in this time of year that's so fertile for us to be growing? Because we can all do that. I did it for decades. And maybe you're still in that place too. Maybe you're not seeing things change in your world as quickly as you would like. Or maybe you have some area of your life that's very, very stubborn and just doesn't seem to be able to change. My perspective, I think that there is, there really is nothing that can't change. Now, how much change we can bring forward, that's going to depend on a number of different factors. But it's often our point of view and our perspective on something that we've decided something can't change. And it keeps repeating over and over again in our life or just stays stuck like mud or hard like clay. And I'm thinking of sort of the gardening aspects. Like we got to the point where we built gardens up, raised beds, because digging down into the clay, into the community that we were living in, that was no fun. But we found a solution. We didn't just choose to not put a garden in or keep doing something that was so physically and mentally strenuous and exhausting. And we all have our moments when we do that. If you've got a belief that you need to work hard for something, that's what will happen. I recently just finished uh, doing 10 interviews with women around the world. Like It was really cool, actually. There was Singapore and India and Dubai. Uh, like it was, you know, the United States, Canada. It was really, it was so much fun. But one of the things one of the ladies said was, if it's easy, I don't believe it will hold. If it's easy, I don't think it will last. this perspective was keeping her stuck. So if I had bought into that, when we built our garden beds and we raised them up, my flowers would have died. I wouldn't have paid attention to them because this was easy. They were a great height. They didn't hurt my back. But if you feel that something that's easy to do doesn't give you results that last, then that's a difficulty. That's a belief that's keeping you stuck. So when we come back from this break that we're, we're just going to go to in just a moment, we're going to look at other areas where you could be keeping yourself stuck, where you're not allowing this wonderful, exciting energy of spring to contribute to you. So stay with us. Maybe give a little bit of thought as to, oh, maybe perhaps I'm not as excited about spring as I could be. You may be excited about getting rid of and ditching your, your coat and your earmuffs and your heavy mitts but it's far more than that so come back with us in just a couple of minutes 
We're here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Karen Leslie, your host for Cultivating Kindness with Karen, and we will be with you very shortly. Thank you so much. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with myself, Karen Leslie, here for Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Every week, I so look forward to getting together with you and sharing new ideas, sharing new ways of looking at things. And today, it may be some new ways to look at spring and the energetics of spring and what it means. As I was saying just before our break, it's far more than taking off our winter coats and putting them into storage. Although where I'm living, I'm not quite ready to get rid of mine quite yet. But that is something that, you know, when we think about spring, changing what we're wearing, getting rid of the heavy coats, the winter boots, and then sort of looking forward to the garden starting to pop up and the colors to come through. But how many of you actually think about what it means for you personally? What does spring offer you? I think very few people actually ask that question. I never used to look at spring this way. I never asked a question like this. Usually it was actually a little bit of, um, okay, here I go again. I don't know what to plant. I, I'm not a good gardener. <laughs> and I would go into more judgment and concern about, about spring and what I was going to be doing with it. I am not a huge outdoor person, to be honest. Uh, not a fan of bugs not really keen on getting into the dirt and doing all these things. Um, yeah, there's this whole other side of me that's quite comfortable on concrete or sitting on rocks or doing things like that. Uh, so spring has some of its other challenges for me. When 
the earth comes alive and everything is starting to sprout and I'm seeing all of these things again, it takes me a little time to get back on track and comfortable with it. Saying that though, I mean, it really makes me pause and think, so what in that am I actually resisting that spring has to offer for me? Because remember, everything has two sides to it. Everything has information or data attached to it. So there's something for me to contemplate and look at. So what am I actually not comfortable with about that side of spring? Maybe you're similar to I am. Most of my friends, though, they can't wait to get into their gardens. They can't wait to be feeling the, the earth and standing on the, the new grass and really feeling the energies of Mother Nature. And spring has a, an abundance of that for you. If you are uncomfortable with that, like I just said, give yourself some time to pause and ask questions as to what that is. Could it be that the new growth within you, you're not ready for yet? Could it be that the new growth within you is something you don't wish to be experiencing? Both of those fit for me back many years ago. I've always taken courses. I've been doing energy work for over 25 years. I've been working on myself for a long, long time. But to be honest, only to a point. I took amazing classes. I Some so-so classes, but really almost everything I took, I really loved. And I did get benefit from it. But I always went into the classes more from the perspective of how can I use this to help you, help others? And I only allowed so much to come through to help myself. That was part of my resistance to my own spring growth. My resistance to actually seeing how brilliantly I could shine. My resistance to actually allowing me to show up fully and be seen by you. Now, so much of that has changed. And I kind of wonder how it's going to look when I can actually go outside and start to look at how I want to plan. We have small, a couple of small gardens and how I'd like them to be and how I'll feel about digging into the earth to plant something this year. Because who I am has changed a lot. And until this moment, I hadn't even recognized how I was not embracing the energy of the spring equinox and what happens at this time of year. How about you? Where are you at with that? Are you more comfortable staying cozy in the hibernation mode with the blankets and the warm drinks and a good book? If you are, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's good to know. Maybe you're not quite ready for spring. Or for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, maybe you're getting really excited to know that that's where you're heading for the warm blankets, the coziness of being indoors. Whichever season we're going into, it always has a message for us. It always has information for us. 
So here, let's look at the energy of springtime, the ideas, the new creation that is very much this energy, the new growth, and who you are. Okay, that's quite a list. Where is it that you may be resisting any part of that list? Do you have desires and wants and dreams about what can come forward for you in this energizing time of year? Last night, being the new moon, um, I sat down, I told my husband I was going to do this, and he actually decided and chose to do it with me. We both sat down with pen and paper, and we looked at, not we looked at, that's incorrect, sorry. We allowed ideas to just flow through onto that piece of paper of everything that we would like to happen in the remainder of 2023 into the first quarter of next year for the next 12 months. What do we want to come forward to the next spring equinox? And we just wrote in silence and just wrote and wrote. And it was interesting. He commented that his his writing got worse and worse as he went down his list, as he started writing more things down. And the beauty of that was that he stopped thinking about what to write and he just wrote. He had free writing. Just It was flowing out. And he was no longer really paying attention to how he was putting the words down. That space to be in when you create these lists is wonderful because you get out of the way and you allow your higher self, that being within you that truly knows what you would desire. And it flows out and it just lets the mind and the ego just stand to the side and just let that come through. So we did that last night and we looked at what would we like to have come through for the next year. And then we shared our list with each other. We each wrote, uh, read what we had written down. And it was really cool to see the differences in who we are and how we look at things and what we'd like for the next year. And it gave both of us a great appreciation for the other person. There was no judgment as to, well, I asked for you know, for this to come forward, but you didn't. So does that mean that you don't want that? None of that was present. When you look for what you want for the next year, or when you look at what you'd like to desire at any time, when you're in that space of just being with you, and you allow the rest of the world to be filtered out so it doesn't interfere, and you allow that free writing and you just write what it is you want. When somebody says something to you about it, it can have far less impact because you've written it from your soul. You've written it from your being, not from your mind. Often when we write from our mind, it sets us up to be affected by negative comments or criticisms or words that we interpret as not being supportive. That puts us in a place of then no longer being really connected in the way we had hoped to be with what we would like in the future. 
it's important to be honest to yourself what you want. You don't have to share it with anybody else. The fact that we did, that's irrelevant. You do not need to share it. And you know what? I'd actually encourage you not to share it with anybody that you feel could question or have judgment about what you would like. Keep it to yourself. Nurture it yourself. Right? We talked a lot about plants and dirt and earth. So let these be the seeds or the seedlings that you would like to have come forward. Let them be something that you're willing to look after. Don't go back to a previous list you may have written in comparison and judge what did happen and what never showed up. That would be like me going back to my garden when I look at it in hopefully another month and go, yeah, right. That was such a disaster. Okay. You know, I don't want anything like that anymore. And that didn't work. And I really didn't take care of the plants the way I wanted. I started watering great. And then I just trailed off. All of that stuff will keep me in a different mindset when I go to look at what I wish to be having in my garden this year. Whenever we're thinking about the past, it keeps us in the past. Did you get that? Whenever we're thinking about the past, it keeps us in the past. So if you're someone who always is thinking about the past, always going back and analyzing something, judging something, ruminating over something, how could I have done this better? then it's going to be very hard for you to receive this energy of the springtime and allow it to contribute to you to create that list of your desires that you would like to bring forward. That judgment, that past is going to get in the way. Thinking about the past keeps you in the past. Bring yourself present. And allow yourself to look forward. That's the gift of the energy we have now. All right. On that note, we're going to go to our next break. Thank you for being here with me on the Inspired Choices Network. If you ever wish to reach out to me, please send me an email. You can reach me at Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. That's K-A-R-E-N at K-A-R-E-N. L-E-S-I-E dot C-A. And you can find me on all the different social media platforms. You can Google Karen Leslie. Hmm. Now, when you Google Karen Leslie, as a side note, the very top one still that comes up is Dr. Karen Leslie. I am not that wonderful, famous doctor, but I come up right underneath her. So I'm still very easy to follow. And I'm very grateful that there's an amazing Dr. Karen Leslie out there as well. So When we return, we're going to look at, okay, let's put things in place so we can receive from this beautiful, energetic energy we are in right now of springtime. So don't go away, and I'll see you right after this break. Thank you so much, everybody. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. 
Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so happy you're here with me in this wonderful energy of the spring. It really is exciting. It really does have so much to offer to all of us to the earth herself and every living being that's upon her if we're willing to receive it. We can stop anything we want. We can stop receiving any energy. We can become fixated on actually thinking that we have to stop something. But you know what happens with that? You're putting all of your attention on it. You're thinking about it. I have to stop this. I have to stop this. I don't want this anymore. And all your mind is hearing is the topic. And all the universe is hearing is the topic. And so you keep getting more of it. As I was talking about in, earlier, you know, I don't love going into a garden and digging and not a fan of worms and bugs and all these things. I would approach going into the garden like that every spring. So guess what I saw? And then I could sort of say, okay, yeah, but a worm means it's a healthy garden, Karen. It's okay. But it didn't make me enjoy it more. My focus was keeping me in that space, and that's what I experienced. So if you want to experience more this spring, if you thought about what you would like to have, what do you desire for the spring? What are your new ideas? Maybe it has to do with gardening. Maybe it's well beyond having a garden, your career, your health, your family, a new hobby. Where do you want to travel? All of that can have its foundation now in this spring energy. Are you willing to receive it? What is in your way? What are you focusing on? For me, right, the garden example? That's what I got. Didn't make gardening enjoyable. When we're stuck in the past, as I said before, right, um, before the break, if you keep thinking about the past, it keeps you in the past. It also keeps you holding on to old identities. 
old ways of being, past ways of responding. None of that allows for growth. All of that keeps you where you are in this exact moment right now. Coming out of that stuck way of looking at ourselves. That's what's got me to where I am today. And that's one of my brilliance when I'm working with clients is helping them see how are you stuck? What is keeping that in place? And now let's change it. The energetic work I do is brilliant and quick and phenomenal at helping to shift all of these energies that we have quite firmly ingrained in our bodies. But I want to give you some ideas that you can do today on your own. And if you want to experience the energetic aspect of working with me, then reach out and get in touch with me and we can talk. Letting go of an old identity can start quite simply by allowing yourself to recognize when that personality, that identity surface. Look at how you're thinking and I and pick one thing that shows up that you would like to shift. Ask your higher self, what is this? What identity is this that I'm holding on to? It may be being a victim due to all kinds of different circumstances in your life. I'm not negating the circumstances you've been through, but I am asking you if you would consider to no longer be a victim to them. A lot of my work is with abuse and trauma and helping people come out of that victim. And being a victim does not mean that you've had something horrific happen to you. Yes, of course, that's there. But you can also come into being a victim by just hearing a simple phrase over and over and over again that you start to tell yourself as well. You know, if you're a child and you had an allowance and you're always like being told, oh, you're just so lousy with money. I gave you the allowance to learn how to work with money, but you're lousy, like you are not taking care of your money. So you go through years of being, seeing and hearing this perspective. And then when you start to have your own money, you get a job, whether it's a part-time one when you're in school or later or full-time work. And you've got that thought in the back of your head, but I'm not good with money. That is a form of trauma. That is something that's keeping you stuck. So to work with that, you need to recognize when it comes up, when you hear that response come back, when you have those familiar thoughts pop back in and stop yourself and go, oh, okay, there it is. Say something, do something to change that energy immediately. For a while, I went through and just said, okay, stop. Hashtag, that's not me anymore. I know that may sound silly, but it worked because it changed my focus. It shifted the energy. Hashtag, that's not me anymore. Then it let me go into changing the energy further. I would say things like, and this comes from, um, a method called the Silva method. I don't know a ton about it. It is like a self-help um, meditation type of uh, program that you can work with to help yourself. 
um, Jose Silva was, I believe is how you say the man's name that worked with it long time ago. But one of the things in um, one meditation that I do use from them, one of the lines was every day in every way, I am better and better and better. Now that's an actual quote from the meditation, but I've shifted it and you can change it to like every day in every way I am and fill in the blank every day. And in every way, I am no longer a victim every day. And in every way I am more and more powerful, whatever works for you, whatever words you want, use them, fill that in and use it all the time. Put it on a post-it note, put it on your phone, stick it on your bathroom mirror, have it where you will see it often and repeat it often, especially every time you have that awareness come up that you're not good at something, you're stuck with something, whatever that is that you want to change. And you can use this line every day and in every way and then add in the words that have that positive energy that you want to work with. I'm working on building my bone strength right now. My bones are getting lighter and lighter, and that's not making me feel very confident in my body. So I was out walking um, with yesterday and the day before, but on uh, Monday, I started two days ago, I found myself saying every day and in every way, my bones are getting stronger and stronger. With every step that I take, I am getting stronger and stronger. It's the same idea. And I, it just popped in and I just kept repeating it. Every day and in every way, my bone density is getting better and better. Now, of course, I'm doing things to work with it. So I'm, I'm walking. I'm uh, aware of my diet. I am doing body weight exercises. I'm not doing a lot with weights at the moment, but that will be added in. So you have the statement every day and in every way, fill it in. I am whatever you want. And then take the supporting action. See what comes to you that you can work with that. Right? For me, it's walking and diet. Nutrition, not dieting, nutrition. That's a simple tool to use to shift the energy, to allow you to receive from everything that the earth and the planets are offering to you right now. And every day of the year, sure, I'm talking about spring right now, just because that's the date that we're here together on. But this works for every day of every year. And in my opinion, it won't stop. It will be here with us. Right? So there's one thing that you can use to see what you can shift for yourself. And you can use it for everything. Allow yourself to be magical. Give yourself permission to see a little glimpse of the magic that you are. We see it in the earth at this time of year, the magic. Well, there's, there's flowers growing up in the snow. I mean, if that's not magical, I've already seen so many robins. And the first robin I saw a couple of weeks ago was in the middle of a massive snowstorm we were having. And this beautiful, really fat, gorgeous robin was sitting on a tree branch just outside of my window in the snowstorm. And I'm thinking, oh, you poor thing. And then I went, ah, no, it's this bird's choice 
to be here. Why would I say you shouldn't be here? And then I could see the magic that the Robin was bringing my, to me in that moment. When we allow ourselves to see the magic around us, it can help us open that door a little bit to see the magic within us. We all have magic in us. And that helps us to receive, that helps us to grow, that helps us to share with those that we love and those that we care for. And even a total stranger. That kindness comes out. So use the tool. Allow the magic. See what old identity you've been clinging on to is what I'm hearing. And see if you're willing and open and ready to let it go a little bit. To lessen its hold on you. All right. We need to go to our third and final break. I have so enjoyed being here with you on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm so grateful that you're here with me, Karen Leslie, as I have the opportunity to share with you what spring means to me, how I've changed and allowed spring to contribute to me in ways that I just didn't let happen in the past. And when we come back from our break, we're going to wrap all of this up and put it together. I'll give you another tool as well as to what you can do tonight, if you wish, because it's not too late to sit and write that list that I spoke about earlier. We're still in that energy of the new moon today as well. So when we come back, let's put it all together. Let's put a little bit of a plan in place so that you can maybe move forward if you would like into having a different experience this spring. All right, we'll be right back. You're here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Thank you so much. And I'll be with you after these couple of messages on our break. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, and I would love to receive some emails from you. So if you've got questions about today's show, or if you've gone on to the Inspired Choices Network, or so many of the other platforms, um, my show goes on to 450 different platforms. So it's very easy to find. So you can go back and listen to past episodes. And if any of them raise questions for you, or you'd like a bit of an explanation, please get in touch with me. I would be very happy to have a call with you or to you know, correspond through the email. And again, that is Karen 
at karenlesley.ca. So back to here, what we're talking about, springtime growth. We spent a fair bit of time today. And if you're just joining us for the tail end, thank you for being here. But please go back and listen to the beginning of this show. Because we talked a lot about some of the stuff that gets in our way from truly receiving what all of the energies are for us here right now with having a full moon and the spring equinox. It's a time of vitality, of excitement, of new growth. And that means for us, as well as the earth, we're connected. One doesn't have something happen without the other having some form of experience from it. Now, sometimes our experiences are more difficult than others, but we are all connected. No matter how try, how hard we try to think we're not, we are. Because energy can never be separated and disconnected. It can be changed. It cannot be destroyed. So whatever your point of view is, it's okay. But I am here saying that we are all in this energy right now. And why not draw upon it? So in the previous segment, we talked about a tool that you can use when you identify something you would like to change every day in every way and then fill it in. I gave the example of me working with my bones to help the bone density, right? Every day in every way, my bones are getting stronger and stronger. See what it is for you. Bring yourself from the past to the present and looking to the future. If you're always thinking about the past, if you're always trying to prevent something from happening again, you are really stuck. I mean, you really are. In all sincerity, you are really stuck. And this isn't helpful, right? So please allow yourself to move forward at this time. Use that statement. Right. If you can't think of something to that you would like to shift, like you feel so bogged down that that feels too much, reach out. Let me help you. Or use that statement. Every day, in every way, I can see something new for me. Every day, in every way, I release being stuck in the past a little bit. Right? You can use it in so many ways. It's only your imagination that will prevent you seeing how you can use it. And it is your imagination, those thoughts, that are also going to be able to keep you stuck. If you are somebody who likes to stay with things being quite the same, you like to hibernate, you don't really want to go out into the spring, I would encourage you to have a look at that. One of the things that helps me with moving into spring is actually the clothes I wear. I like clothes. I really do. This light blue um, sweater that I've gone on, got on now is one that really kind of speaks more spring to me. There's different ways you can invite in that energy by the clothes you wear, maybe the foods you eat, or the type of things you're drinking. These subtle changes can have an impact on the energy that you're carrying and the energy that you're willing to receive. Something very simple. 
If you're very monotone in your colors, try changing just one thing and see what that does for you. So look at your thought process. Allow yourself to be open to seeing where you may be stuck, where you may be thinking in the past. Every day and every way, fill in the blank. Start to shift that energy for you to be able to receive something different. I'm hesitant to say something more, but it always is more when we're receiving. I feel like, okay, this is a little odd, but I feel like for some people that is almost too much energy for you. So you don't need to think about receiving more if that feels overwhelming, but you can look at receiving something slightly different in a slightly new way that cracks open a door or a window for you. You don't have to blast it open. Step outside and over the next number of weeks, intentionally breathe in the air. Smell the difference. Feel the change in the warmth of the sun and allow all of this to contribute to you. Look at where it's too much and then change. Every day in every way that I cannot handle this, I know I can move forward. Every day in every way, I am getting stronger and stronger. Right? Whatever it might be. And reach out to me if you have trouble with this line, and I'll help you with it. My desire, my deep commitment to the work I do is to help you. Help you know how amazing you are, how much magic is in you. You are magical. If you can't see it, it's just hidden. That's all it is. It's just been buried from old programming, from maybe some trauma that you've experienced, from different situations and things people have said. We all have it. None of us have been without it. I've had so much. And now I want to help you. Because I don't want any other woman to stand in the shoes that I stood in for so many years. And you don't have to. Everything we do from the neck up helps us from the neck down. Everything we do to be able to see ourselves in a more positive light is amazing. And when you are working through all this, and I've not gone into it a lot, call in waves of kindness. Call in waves of kindness. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.